Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to talk about the Biblical Approach section. So let's go ahead and get started with a familiar scripture. So John chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And again, that's John chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. Now, the powerful thing about these two scriptures is that you see God's unconditional love for man. God wants the whole world to be saved and have eternal life through the belief in his son, Jesus. There is no greater love than that. Now, on Friday, I discussed the enormous burden that the pandemic has put on people, but nothing has been worse than the loss of life that has happened as a result of it. I continue to share how it is even more great of a loss if people don't believe in the Son of God as it is validated in the scriptures that were just read. God's love is not measurable. He loves unconditionally, and he wants people to be able to accept him and believe in his word. There are many people who may believe in God, but do not believe in Jesus. Unfortunately, God makes it clear in the Bible that you must believe in his son in order to have access to him as the father. John chapter 14 verse 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And again, that's John chapter 14 verse 6. You have to believe and go through Jesus in order to get to the Father. In this season that we all are living in, and its uncertainty on when you may die, it should be imperative for each person to start seeking out who God is and how you can live eternally with him. As I shared previously, people are dying each day, and there should be an awakening to a person's spirit of where they will live eternally. If you continue to ignore it or even dismiss it, then you continue to live your life on the edge. I pray that you will want to seek God for the answers that you need so that you can experience him and have a personal encounter with him. There should not be an assumption, but a confidence that you have taken. Prayerfully, you have taken the necessary steps of finding out how you actually have an eternal life. I do believe that the pandemic heightened your knowledge and ability to be aware of things and to start putting things into action, if they are not already, 
of making things be in order when you do leave this earth. It becomes more and more evident of the saying, tomorrow is not promised. Therefore, it becomes so important to make sure that you have done what you have needed to do in getting your life in order, even your spiritual life. The comfort that you should hold on to is the fact that God wants you to be with him. He made provision so that you could, and he sacrificed his son and allowed him to take on the sins of the world, even when man should have paid for their own sins. His son is the gift to the world. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And again, that's Romans chapter 6, verse 23. You would think it would be easy for man to just do as God expects him to do because of God giving us his son. But unfortunately, the selfish nature in man outweighs the ability to choose to do right for God. God continues to give man chance after chance after chance. And man continues to be disobedient. As a result, your life becomes harder because of your disobedience. However, the lessons that God teaches you should guide you in the right direction as well as give you the willingness to do right for him the next time around. The enemy, of course, doesn't want you to have a relationship with God, nor does he want you to know his voice. He continues to keep tempting you and giving you the things that please you. The more that you keep trying to satisfy yourself, the more the enemy keeps you distracted. This prevents you from spending time with God and allowing him to keep you on the path that he wants you to be on. It becomes so important that you don't allow yourself to get pulled into destructive behaviors. You have to find a way to be strong. You must keep trying to follow the will of the Lord, regardless of how hard things may get for you. Remember, God knows what you are going through, and he wants you to keep following him for the answers that you need. So now, let's go ahead and take a look at an example in the Bible. So I'm going to be reading from Ruth chapter 1 verses 1 through 2 and it says now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of bethlehem judah went to sojourn in the country of moab he and his wife and his two sons and the name of the man was elimelech and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Malan and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And again, I read Ruth chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. Now, as you can see from the scripture, Elimelech took his family to Moab 
to escape from the famine that was in Bethlehem, Judah. What makes this significant was that the Israelites were not in a good relationship with the people of Moab. This went all the way back when Lot's daughters got their father Lot drunk and both became pregnant by him and each daughter produced a son. One child was called Moab and the other child was called Benami and they became the fathers of the Moabites and the Ammonites of today. The famine must have been extreme for Elimelech to take his family to Moab to escape from it. When you have nothing and you are just trying to make it, you will do anything to survive, including living with your enemies, which was the case with them. I am sure it became even harder to deal with when you see the struggles of your whole family dealing with the devastation. Now, it is one thing if you face things yourself, but it becomes a harder situation when you are watching your children face it too. However, God was still with them and would continue to be there for them, even in the extreme conditions that they were facing. This is something that you must keep in mind when you are facing hard times. There will continue to be pain and suffering that will exist on this earth because the enemy is always trying to cause havoc. However, you must still hold on to God's unchanging hand. I know that may seem hard to do when you are faced with so many things coming at you. You may not even have the words to express to God on how you feel. Please understand that God knows. He sees your hurt, your pain, and your tears, and he wants you to come to him. He doesn't want you to feel as if you are alone in the situation, nor does he want you to think that he has left you. God is there, and you must believe that he is. So please don't give up on them. I know it can be difficult to start a new journey and you go into unknown territory, not knowing what lies ahead of you. If God has brought you to this area, you must trust him in everything. Things may not look the way you want them to, nor do you have everything going in the direction that you want them to, but you must still keep pushing through the challenges that you are dealing with. As long as you are communicating with God faithfully, he will make things clear to you. The journey may be difficult and there may be times where you want to throw in the towel, but you must not give up on yourself and you must not give up on God. God knows what he is doing, even if you don't. God has a plan and he just needs you to trust him in all of it. There will be times when you may experience some dark days. When that happens, feel what you feel. It is okay to say that you are not having a good day. It is okay to share your heart to God. He wants you to come to him. Know that he hears your prayers and will answer them according to his will. Now, 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 through 15 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, 
that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And again, that's 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 through 15. When you are seeking God and trusting God, you will be able to experience him like you have never experienced him before. You will start to see your relationship grow also, and it becomes more comfortable for you to communicate with him. It won't seem as if it is awkward or hard to do anymore because your relationship will keep growing. You will start to hear his voice inside of you through the Holy Spirit, and you will start to ask yourself why you didn't seek him sooner. People come to God at different times in their life. Many times it is because of something happening, but there are times where people just want to spend some quality time with him. When that becomes the reason when you are seeking God, it helps your relationship with him to go deeper and deeper. With all the things that are going on in the world and in our nation, I hope and pray that more people are calling on God. I pray that they are not just seeking him when things are chaotic or stressful, but they are also seeking him when they don't have any types of problems existing. They are just calling him because of the close and personal relationship that they have with him. They just want to call him up and to continue to know him on a deeper level. As I am about to close, I want you to still consider purchasing the book and the workbook at a discounted rate. This will help you to grow in your walk with God. You will be able to push through some of those challenging seeds and roots that still keep trying to take you off the path that God has for you. Know that God sees you and he's there for you. Now I see that I am going to have to end right here. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.